0: Welcome back to the Only Flames Podcast. I'm your host, Chill. Thank you guys for coming back for another week to listen to me ramble. This week, we kind of talking about some lo-fi. I'm really trying to figure out how I can actually put all this stuff into words, to be honest with you. Because at the end of the day, this lo-fi is kind of like a chill, hip-hop influence type of music that many producers just kind of put together these pieces of art. And it's just a real chill vibe hence lo-fi or people call it chill hop or some people might even know it as like study beats to be honest but i'm just kind of sitting here in my little janky setup in my room and just like huh why do i why do i like lo-fi music and why would i recommend it to anybody else and it's like hmm so instead of just typing it into some notes and then reading off i don't have any notes today we freestyling that's kind of maybe that's why it's a little choppy but when i got into it i was in like i think i was my senior senior year in high school and i'm in class it was a computer class and i'm just like trying to figure out how to pass the time but also get work done and i was just looking for something to listen to just out of the ordinary just whatever music i was into at the time i don't know i think uh gucci man i just got out of jail and i was listening to that but sometimes you kind of get tired of just listening to lyrics it can kind of throw off your focus so i was like okay let me go to some instrumentals and then boom i see kind of they're, they're real weird names if you might have seen them on youtube that you see like trapping in heaven and lazy friday those are like some of my favorites and then i came across a particular channel uh from axion is a producer from denmark so this one i kind of do have some lined out so axion and i found evie and what really drew me in was just it was different but familiar at the same time because you can kind of tell like okay this this has some hip-hop influence to it and that, that kind of that familiarity, familiarity was nice to have. But you can kind of see that it wasn't quite what I was used to at the time. So new sounds always excite me, to be honest. So it was something new. It's a whole new world to kind of get into the lo-fi scene. Each one's a little different, but they all kind of have the same i won't say recipe but in a way it kind of is because at the end of the day if you're gonna make that turkey for thanksgiving at the end of the day you're gonna eat a damn turkey but what you do with that turkey is (laughs) am i comparing lo-fi music to turkey? besides the turkey metaphor that i was trying to work but that's not working if you get the you, you, you get the point i know you get the point just, it's the same little recipe, same little ingredients, but it's kind of up to you and what you want to do with those ingredients. It's kind of how I look at the lo-fi scene. So anyway, from me branching out in that senior year from YouTube, I kind of found these artists, like, do they have a Spotify? So I kind of really just hone in on these artists, just kind of see, like, okay, Axion, which I don't even know if I'm pronouncing his name right. I hope so. Like okay, I really like his music. This is this is nice, and you kind of dive into it. Like right now, even I kind of changed up the the format a little bit, so now I'm able to kind of listen to the music while I'm recording, which has been a pretty good help. So right now I'm playing his album called Chronos. It's one of the newer ones, but it's not the newest. He has a newer one out called Andromeda, but I don't want to play that one because he did a limited edition release for the vinyl. I know, I know, vinyl. I talk about it almost episode almost every episode but whatever but it, i don't want to listen to that one because i want to just have i haven't even heard it yet so i'm just waiting on that to come in that way i can just get an uncut playthrough of his vinyl andromeda which i think he only made 100 so pretty lucky that i got one because he has millions of fans i'm sure but chronos this one's just kind of like a, a space exploration which i've found that the lo-fi scene definitely kind of has an adventure to it but it's like a sweet and controlled adventure to say the least and this one is definitely kind of like a space expedition for sure i imagine if i was strapped in headed to mars or whatever distant planet and whatever 2077 get my cyberpunk on i would be playing this other than like the, the music they play on cyberpunk i've been playing that and it's music okay but this is something i would think would be like the future of music because i've seen more and more even though i'm definitely seeing people hop onto the train of lo-fi which i mean there's plenty of space i'm not trying to put anybody down but this is definitely going to be something that i would kind of classify as an internet soundtrack anybody that frequents the internet i think is definitely a fan of the lo-fi chill hop scene for sure i mean that's kind of how i found it just being i'm a computer guy so i'm always surfing the webs for whatever reason and i just kind of stumbled onto it and i'm sure that's how millions of other people kind of stumbled upon it that's why you always see those ones on youtube saying study beats study beats study beats a uh, chill beats to study to, because at the end of the day we're all just a bunch of college students cramming meanwhile i'm up at night super late recording a podcast because i mean i just like talking about music i'm not really trying to be famous or nothing i just kind of want to make a chill community talking about music and i just got this episode i don't necessarily want to bring five different genres into it i might keep this going to where i just want to talk about a sound and i've been trying to chill lately so i've been into the lo-fi scene. So I was like, yeah, let me just do an episode about lo-fi. Can't hurt. So I kind of got some notes together. Really when it comes to making these podcasts, I'm changing it every time. I even changed how I drink water, which I'm thirsty right now. I kind of added a straw that way you don't hear the bottle gurgling up and stuff. But this one, I kind of took a different approach. I kind of asked around. Just to kind of see if anybody listened to lo-fi Just because I was curious Like hmm I know I'm not the only one So I asked one of my friends Like hey man have you heard of lo-fi music And if you if you heard of it Like why do you like it And to my surprise he had never heard of it So I was like hmm That's all the more reason for me to actually make this episode Just to kind of put people on I'm just hey, like I said I'm a guy just going to come through Put people on Can't be mad at that and I kind of gave him a few of my go-to favorites. And Axion was definitely the first one I recommended for sure. And he got back with me super quick after hearing it. And he was like, yeah, I definitely like this. Thank you for putting me on. So I was like, huh. And I kind of dug a little deeper. Like, why, why do you like it? And he was just kind of like, let me actually pull it up and just kind of paraphrase it. But at the end of the day, he was just kind of saying how tranquil and peaceful it was and just the uh, what's the word i want to say versatility of lo-fi of just how it can be he kind of kind of put it in a way to read something we can study to of course but he said he's something we he get read to and you that's at the end of the day it's the big big benefit of lo-fi to me personally it's like it's good music And there's like no lyrics to kind of pollute your mind. Granted, I'm not saying that all lyrics are bad and they pollute your mind. But depending on what task you're trying to do, they can kind of get in the way of your own thought process. For me, this is something I could definitely read to, write to, work out to. But anyway, back to kind of what my friend was kind of saying. He said it was just something that was tranquil that he could listen to while he was either studying, reading. Or even something that could be like some date music just to kind of chill and set the mood. And I was like, huh, I never even thought about the, the application for like a date night. That seems kind of cool just to kind of throw it in the background. And you're just, this is just something you can just sit and talk to someone with. It's just very different to say the least. So I was like, okay, I'm definitely headed in the right direction. I tell you, this is kind of weird just being in here in my room I'm talking about my room just at this late at night and in your recording and I'm gonna post this on the internet to millions of potential people even though not that many people listen right now which I don't, I don't mind I'm not really doing it for millions of people yet I mean if they come that's great but right now I'm just kinda enjoying talking about the music when I did the first recording it didn't go too well i have to cut it off because i just keep trying to put it in a box and that just doesn't work i'm learning i'm just having to kind of get out of the comfort zone but also try and deliver a quality product at the same time so that's kind of been the challenge i even got like the mic on like some janky Shoebox, but it, I mean it works. I don't have like a mic stand yet, so I gotta find that and get it. And the room gets real hot, so I'm just like, Ugh. but I'm trying to get it to a point where I'm pretty comfortable talking about it. That it being music, while also delivering, you know, a quality product. But anyway, I kind of got off topic. So that's kind of my spill on Action. If you haven't heard of him, go check him out either on YouTube. I believe he has a channel. Subscribe to him. Or Check them out on Spotify. I would say it doesn't really matter. That's another good thing about lo-fi You don't really have to tell people well if you're in the mood for this I would start with this album, but this one you got a little crate. No, I mean at the end of the day It's gonna be different, but you know what to expect and Each time it's different. So I would say go check out Kronos as like your first one and then from there you can just kind of dive in from there but definitely if you see it's a lot of it, it kind of seemed like it's kind of influenced, or maybe it's vice versa by anime for sure that you kind of see in the cover art for these on youtube you'll kind of see like an anime character and you're just kind of like oh okay that's definitely something that kind of drew me in like you see an anime character you're familiar with and you're like okay what's this and that kind of leads me into Evie, she's uh, from the Netherlands. A lot of European artists that I'm finding and loving, I definitely can't wait to get an opportunity to go to Europe and actually check out the music scene. But Evie, let me actually throw that on right now because I've been kind of listening to Axiom's Chronos right now. That's another good thing I'm liking about the little setup I got going is that I can just throw on some music on low and play it. It's dope. But right now, I just kind of threw on Evie's. She kind of names hers, just Beat Tapes. Some some projects that kind of branch out, but Evie's Beat Tapes. She was definitely one of my first artists that I found, for sure. This is all kind of all goes back to senior year. I think a lot of my taste in music kind of goes back to senior year because I was in a class that was basically focused on computer repair so if you are into computers or into building computers it's you and hardware for hours and without music you might go insane to be honest because you're just tinkering and checking to see if stuff worked clicking buttons if it's working if you're lucky enough to have it work and you're just there silent and for me i just couldn't do that so i had to find something that could keep me focused while productive and actually sane at the same time. And Evie was definitely one of the early adoptions for sure. I can't recommend any particular one of hers. Like right now I'm listening to B Tape 10. I'm not too sure if Evie has a YouTube channel you could check out, but this one you can definitely tell by her cover art that she's an avid anime fan. So that might be something that you could definitely get into as like some that you would find a commonality with because i mean if you like anime you're probably gonna like evie's music there's definitely some that kind of it seems like okay this is definitely influenced or if you close your eyes you're like you know what i think i've heard this before and such and such show so definitely that's great to kind of know that going in that is an artist that you can already relate to right off the bat like okay this this person likes anime i like anime cool so let me support their work that's kind of where i'm going off of it so right now i'm just kind of listening to be taped in i know you said that already whatever but it's an song called explore and it's just like you can kind of hear a little a little new york boom bap kind of in in between there in between the other you know the the standard turkey recipe of uh the lo-fi it's just you can tell that there's just a little remnants i don't know if she would say that maybe she would maybe she wouldn't i would imagine that she kind of had some influence definitely from the new york scene which kind of birthed this the, the boom bap sound that can be frequently heard and pretty much most beats today even today no matter if it's like the new york scene right now which they kind of took over the drill scene from chicago and there's I mean music at the end of the day is meant to be shared so you can kind of hear how everything especially in the hip-hop world kind of goes together whether they're talking about their life experiences or if they're just you know making a beat you can kind of hear that same little kernel of sound From which it was birthed so definitely this is something i would definitely recommend as just something to throw on and just vibe out to for sure so those are the two early ones that i definitely heard but later on in life i kind of learned about other ones like hold up 16 minutes in i'm already taking two water breaks i mean hey actually if we 16 minutes in at the rate i've been going i might get to 45 maybe so i mean if you haven't already please rate this five stars on apple podcasts if you haven't it will help the channel and the i guess is it a channel i don't know what you call podcast because it's not on youtube yet anyway rate this five stars that'll help the podcast grow for sure that way i can reach more and more people and bug them about lo-fi kind of like a virus pop-up or one of those uh, spam emails from a Nigerian and said, I don't want your money, I just want you to listen to my podcast. Anyway, uh, so where was I at? Okay, now I remember, I was about to go into Jay Dilla's Welcome to Detroit, which I just found out about Jay Dilla, which I didn't know, I'd heard the name, but I didn't know that he was such a big deal but you kinda go online and you look up Jay Dilla and you see all these rappers paying nothing but respect for him. So I was like curious, like, okay, who is Jay Dilla? Never heard of him. So I Google him and then sadly I had to find out that he had passed. So rest in peace, Jay Dilla, for sure. But I kind of dove into his music. I'm like, oh, I've heard these songs before. Dig a little deep. That's kinda like the fun I've I have with music. I kinda dig deeper a little bit than just what you might hear on the radio i don't listen to the radio at all but what you might hear on the radio or in passing on spotify so i dug a little deeper and i'm like okay he's he was making a lot of music in a very short amount of time and then i kind of fell upon welcome to detroit and i didn't necessarily want to hear anyone rapping So I just kind of went to the instrumentals. So I'm like, okay, this is, this is nice. And then you can kind of look a little deeper, dig a little deeper and you kind of see like, okay, he's definitely influenced not only rappers or other artists, but he definitely has a hand in the lo-fi chill hop scene for sure. Because some of those beats that I was listening to not necessarily on Welcome to Detroit. This is just kind of a reference for me. It was definitely something that you can imagine. Like, okay, this is like... I'm listening to... What's the word? A sunset. That's what I'm looking for. Picture you're watching a sunset. Let's just put it over an ocean. And you're watching the sunset. And if you have like a song in your head... Picture that being like one of Jay Dillard's beats. For sure. And this was way back in the early 2000s. Which I don't. I guess I could have did a little more research. I, oh, I'm supposed to be some historian. Not really. But I do my best. Uh, I'm not really too sure when the term lo-fi was birthed. But this is definitely in the early 2000s. Where these songs were. Gosh I'm burping all on the mic. My bad guys. But hey man, you know you, you know what you were signing up for, this is early, we early I ain't, I ain't got the the talents yet to kind of cut those out so y'all just kind of gotta live with that for right now and then once I learn a little bit, I'll be able to cut those out plus, I mean, I'm drinking water, give me a break but anyway, the J Dilla I've been listening to which, it, it's, a, it's a lot of music, so I didn't have a lot of time to just dive into everything I definitely won't want to do that because I want to just kind of experience it and find the gems here and there. When I find gems, I give them to you. I'm like a walking quarry, like I'm like I'm in Utah or something. But anyway, it's something that you, well, me, I picture a sunset for sure, and I guess kind of bums me out that i won't ever really hear what he would be able to do in a modern sense of like 2020 because he passed in 2006 so the sound at the time was different but even in the early 2000s you can kind of hear how he was ahead of his time and how that kind of plays into really the whole topic of the podcast episode is lo-fi oh, the, the chill nature of that kind of boom bap scene that he kind of provides not every beat is like that there's a lot of beats where he kind of just completely goes outside the box which and, and it works it's not it's not often that when you go out of the box it sounds good not, i'm sure it took a lot of work but what he did in that short amount of time and in that time period for what was you know let's just say acceptable which i can't really talk too too much about the early 2000 scenes because well i was born in 99 so i wasn't just you know in the clubs figuring out what the what the sound was i wasn't in the in the streets so i'm not too too sure but from what i've heard it's definitely some of his sounds you can kind of hear where he went outside of the norm And I'm sure that's probably why a lot of rappers from Kanye West to Common Snoop Dogg respected what he did. Definitely gone too soon for sure. So that's where I kind of get bummed out like dang. And this episode definitely has, you know, two people that have passed and kind of bums me out to where I didn't actually find them in time. Granted, it's it's great that their music will live on. But anyway. Uh Nujabis, uh Japanese producer. Where if you're a fan of Samurai Shampoo, which I will be talking about shortly, you've probably heard his music before. It's uh, not gonna work this. I don't know. It's something special because you can kind of hear, again, the hip hop scene kind of influencing it, but there's a little more to it for sure from what I've heard. And right now I'm kind of jumping between this and that, this and that, this and that. But I definitely remember when I first heard Samurai Shampoo's soundtrack, I was like, whoa, this is, this is, this sounds like that music I've been listening to in class because I think I found the lo-fi scene on YouTube before I actually listened to the soundtrack and watched Samurai Champloo. But anyway, the music on there is heavily influenced by some Nujabis. I kind of got a track list from it on Spotify, I found. And you just kind of see New Nujabe's, I hope I'm pronouncing it right. But anyway, you just see his name throughout the entire playlist. And again, rest of peace to him. He passed as well. I'm not really too sure what year, but let me see. Yeah, so J was 2006, and New Job was 2010. So they've been gone for a while, but definitely not forgotten. But even when you kind of Google their names, you kind of see. Like right now, I'm looking at uh, just I just Google New Jobis, and I see how New Jobis influenced Lo-Fi hip hop. So these people, even though they're gone, their music is still to this day you know influencing what we're listening to or or what people is producing for sure so i'm right now i'm just playing a little piece of samurai shampoo if you're not an anime sorry but this is for the all the anime homies out there if y'all haven't watched this anime you need to this is easily one of my top fives and i've seen A lot of shows, and this, even when I rewatch it, I'm finding different things from the soundtrack to the writing to the characters. It's an excellent samurai anime. This one is kind of how Japan changed between the age of the samurai and the modern esque world, and how these two samurais end up meeting this this girl. I'm not. Oh yeah, yeah. I guess I can explain. It's my podcast. They end up meeting this girl who's looking for a father and they kind of go on a journey together to find this girl's father, pretty much. There's there's a little more to it, how they meet and all that, but if you definitely want to listen to it, check out this Samurai Shampoo soundtrack. If you want to watch it, I definitely recommend that. First and foremost, that way you can kind of get a feel for the show and along with the the soundtrack which it seems like they put a lot of thought into and even even like that's a point in this show which i kind of that's why i really really love lo-fi because there's all these people around the world that heard hip-hop and they kind of all collectively took elements from it and added their own you know mix to it their little own special ingredients and made it to what it is that's why maybe that's why i really really like it other than like the sheer amount of just chill nature of it all but the the elements that each region or person you get some a little different even though again it kind of goes back to that same little recipe but again to get back on the topic of samurai shampoo soundtrack it's great and even like out of the gate, it comes out with the. Uh, let me see. I mean, let me see. Let me hold on. Let me scroll through. I don't even know how to pronounce it. the titles in Japanese. But the opening song is incredible. I don't even know how to pronounce the artist's name. That's kind of like the double-edged sword. Listening to the music from other countries, you might not know what they're saying. That's why I gotta learn Japanese. But that is. For another day, but the artists it well, really, I'll just say check out the Seminar Blue anime OST openings and endings on Spotify if you have it. It's an artist called well, I'm gonna say say Min Me M I N M I from album in I don't know. Uh it's in Kanji, I believe, is the symbols or the language. Let me google that. Oh, well, I can't Google it, but I think it's kanji. I'm going to be killed if I'm wrong, but I'm I'm willing to bet. Let's see, just Google Kanji. Yep, a system of Japanese writing using Chinese characters. So I hope I'm right. But I don't know what she's saying, but boy, I feel it. I can't sing, but you just be trying to sing it along and it's like, ooh, it's just Okay. Sorry to the to because I'm listening to it at the same time, which this has been kind of cool of element to kind of listen to it. But definitely want to figure out in the future how I can either maybe I'll maybe I'll start sharing these songs on the Twitter. That way, if you guys wanted to take the easy way, because searching is hard, I'm not even going to lie. So if I link these songs, it would be kind of easier to find and just kind of click through them and like kind of like publish episode, episode ugh, you know what I'm trying to say, but playlist per episodes of what I kind of recommended and kind of my favorites of what I was listening to and what people definitely might like. Basically what I like to recommend like earlier today, I recommended uh, Ginseng which is another producer that I didn't get to today, but I will in the future. And I would recommend an EV Axion. And those are just like little gems I can kind of just dole out, maybe not even on the day of the episode, but kind of in between just to kind of let the people know I'm thinking of them. But for sure, that's kind of my little two cents on lo-fi. But definitely check it out if you haven't already. This is something, if you're a college student, office work, hell, even construction, I don't know. This is just something to play. I bet you this will lower your blood pressure. That's how chill it is. So if you're really high-strung like I am, I'm a pretty angry dude, but when I throw in some chill hop or lo-fi, I'm pretty chill. Like right now, I'm listening to it, and I'm recording this podcast that I think is terrible, but still rated five stars. It's baby steps but I'm completely okay with it because like, you know what? I'm listening to some lo-fi and this Japanese lady is singing in my ears and I love it. But from there, that's really all I got on the lo-fi tip. So that's been 30 minutes. But on the last episode, I was talking about an upcoming album that I really wanted to listen to. And to those select few people that might've heard that episode, maybe you know, maybe you don't. It was the Kit Cuddy. Man on the Moon 3, okay, that was just a little moment of silence for the lovely Kid Cuddy. Man on the Moon 3, I enjoyed it. Of course I wouldn't be talking about it if I didn't enjoy it, and that again, Ring Ring, got the vinyl on the way, you already know, I'm going to talk about it. If it got a vinyl record, I want it, if you know the plugs to some vinyls, let me know. Underscore only flames on Twitter, capital O, capital F. Follow it, let me know. But Man on the Moon 3, I think it dropped last week, and it is a really good addition to the let's just say the series because I mean, at the end of the day, it's it's kind of like a telling of Scott's life for sure, and it was definitely. Not what I expected, but not in a bad way for sure. This is this, I don't have any notes on this one, so I might just kind of be, I might seem like I'm stumbling, but this is definitely just a un, unbi- well, it's definitely biased. So I won't say unbiased, but it's just a raw outlook on it. So coming into it, it definitely, for me, when I'm listening to an album, I have to listen to it a ton of times before I can actually just really form an opinion on if i like it just like for example when i first heard Schoolboys, Schoolboy Q's cues blank face i don't really like it but as i kept listening to it i was like oh my goodness this is like one of the best damn songs i've ever heard not songs but albums i've ever heard but back to my On three this one i did kind of think like okay this kind of sounds like travis scott and i saw that on other people's Saying like, yeah, this is just a Travis Scott album, and you can influence people without stealing their sound and all that. But like, yeah, you can kind of hear some Travis influence on the album. But to say it's a Travis Scott album is just, it's just dumb. This album was well put together, and you can kind of tell. Even like, I kind of watched an interview that like, he wanted to make a rap album, and that's exactly what he did in a cutter way some favorite songs i would have to think i definitely lean more to the the last acts of the album for sure not to say that the first part was bad but the the tail end or the second half of the album kind of had a familiarity i can't i guess that's just my word i can't say it but it was familiar but it wasn't the same because you i have no problem with and i think any Cuddy fan knows that he's gonna try different things and he doesn't really give a damn about what people think about what he's doing because he went from indica and man on the moon to wizard and speeding bullet to heaven and these are all very different projects so that wasn't an issue that he tried to do something different or that he might have Came back to those cutty roots of humming, but the later albums just kind of had a uh, let's just say they they spoke to me in a different way to where I was like, okay, this is this is me, this is what I really really like, and I think it's Sad People was the one that just really kind of clicked in my head. I'm like, ooh, this is this is my song right here. This is something I'm definitely gonna throw in rotation, but sadly couldn't play it in my car because my freaking battery died and now my stereo doesn't work. But that's a different topic, which I'm not even gonna get into because. Ugh. Anyway, definitely if you haven't heard the Man on the Moon 3, go check it out. That's something I'll kind of go a little more into, a little, a little extra, a little more judgment once I kind of do a Man on the Moon episode, the story of Cuddy, which I can't have a music podcast without talking about my favorite right so definitely go check it out i'll never talk about a album on this podcast that i don't recommend so again check it out start start with sad people if you just want to dip your toe in but for right now other than the Cuddy that's in rotation i've been listening to a lot of the internet sid and steve lacy if you haven't heard of them, definitely go check them out. They're kind of like an R well, not a Karna, kinda. But I would recommend. I would. not recommend. I would say they're like an R and B group. But Sid has solo albums, and Steve Lacy has solo albums. So I was kind of listening to Sid's fin, and then I believe Steve Lacy's album is Apollo, and then it's like a number. But I'm not going to look it up. This is just again, we freestyling. These are definitely in rotation right now, and I guess I've just been in a low—I've been in a real chill mood. Let's just say that. So the lo-fi was something that I was like, okay, let me definitely make sure I talk about that. But r b those are just little gems that I'm just kind of listening to, just to definitely chill because I'm taking some pretty heavy-duty classes, so I'm like, I'm not trying to listen to too heavy right now. So this is definitely something I was like, okay. What sounds good. So if you're looking for just some little tidbits, check out the internet if you haven't heard of them. Sid and Steve lacy I'll always kind of recommend it on Spotify because that's what I use. I don't really use Apple Pod, not Apple Podcasts, but Apple Music. I did for a while, but it just seems like Spotify is a little better. But I don't get paid to say that. So listen to it. I wanna listen to. But taking it back in that's not a word maybe it is but going back to the theme of the podcast if you are bored and you are trying to listen to some music to just fill you up with some positive energy check out some lo-fi music and definitely 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 check out the pioneers for sure that i'm gonna just go ahead and say it and eh, facts don't matter i'm just playing but definitely check out J. Dilla and Nujabes, which I hope I'm pronouncing Nujabes' name right, on, you guessed it, Spotify. And just, I would say you can start with um, Model Soul for Nujabes and Welcome to Detroit for J. Dilla. Those are, right now, from what I've heard from them, my favorites. And if you're an anime buff and you haven't seen Semi Shampoo, definitely go check that out like you have permission to cut my podcast off and go watch that and then come back and then let me know after you rate five stars let me know in the comments what you thought about it and i would love to get to a point to where i actually can talk about the show recommendations that i've made indirectly because of their soundtracks but just because they're actually damn good shows let me know what you think about it and that even goes for like the music i might recommend for sure but other than that, I think I'm going to cut it here. What about 38 minutes? I might kind of figure out how to kind of get more time out of it. Maybe I just kind of have to learn how to slow down a little bit. I guess at the end of the episodes, I've kind of made it a habit of kind of thinking out loud. for what I want from the podcast, I think from the last one, I said I wanted like 100 listeners within a year. Which I'm cool with. This is just kind of like a side thing I'm doing, let's just say in my basement. And I'm just having fun with it, learning little things. I've been kind of learning some animations just to kind of bring something to look at. So it's definitely, if you are listening to this, check out or really follow my Twitter and then let me know if you would want to see like visualizations. That's kind of what I'm wanting to lean into. I've been doing like some Blender animations to where I can record a nice cool animation but kind of chop it up that chop it being like the podcast up into pieces to where i can kind of drop on youtube and other social media platforms where people can kind of get little bites and kind of come to a podcasting platform and hear me so definitely let me know if you think that would be cool i think it would be i'm gonna hopefully now that i got three episodes i can kind of chop what i like and what i don't like and kind of Put them out and kind of just see if people like it hopefully they do but if they don't i mean maybe that'll have some constructive criticism that i can kind of take but other than that i kind of milked another minute out just to say i got 40 minutes so each episode gets a little longer but i don't really know what the sweet spot is for a podcast i might kind of Just stay in my little lane and just stay in my little Gen Z millennial mind and keep things short because hour long podcasts are nice, but uh, not everybody has time for an hour long podcast. So just something to just kind of get in, get out, get your music recommendation, get an anime recommendation and get out of there. But this has been episode three of the Only Flames podcast. I'm your host, Chill, and we're signing off.